Hello there and thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'm Daniel Charles and I'm the host of the YouTube channel Son of Chelsea where I upload daily videos about the club I love. On this feed are all my regular shows from Added Time, my weekly Q&A where I answer questions from my audience, Let's Talk Chelsea where I discuss the latest and biggest stories surrounding the club and my match review series The Rational Perspective plus the Every Other Saturday podcast where I speak to interesting guests about their love for Chelsea. It's all here and all free for you to enjoy. All the podcasts on this feed can be viewed in video format if you so wish on my channel. And if you'd be so kind to subscribe and like the videos, that would be greatly appreciated too. Also, one last thing. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the pod on your provider because that really helps too. But for now, thank you and up the Chelsea. Hello there guys, what is going on? Son of Chelsea back here again for another episode of Added Time, answering your questions that you kindly submitted for today's video. Before we get into any of that good stuff, I want to ask you guys, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload. Also hit the like button if you're enjoying the content because it helps out the channel as well. Let's get into your questions. Firstly here from Brizage B who asks, who do you think will have a bigger impact next season if they were to come back from loan, Loftus-Cheek or Conor Gallagher? Um, I I feel most likely Conor Gallagher. Um, I've spoken a lot about Loftus-Cheek, right? Um, I'm a big fan of Ruben. Anyone who's watched the channel knows this very well. Um, I've always bigged up Ruben. My concern with Ruben is injury and fitness problems, right? Um, but I wonder, Conor Gallagher, still a young player, would he return instantly? Um, I feel Conor Gallagher at the moment is in a really rich vein of form. He's scoring goals now in the Premier League. It's interesting that both players in terms of loans have got loans to similar clubs in a sense that I feel that both West Brom and Fulham are definitely going to be in a relegation battle and I feel it's most likely both clubs do go back down to the championship if both players can have decent seasons I think it helps them in different ways I think the issue is as is the issue I think for a lot of players in Chelsea's midfield we have so many midfielders um, so many as well creative midfielders at the moment not all of them can make it Maybe just a sense that Ruben, his injury issues persisting may mean uh, that's going to halt his Chelsea career in the end. Uh, Gallagher has got a long way to go. May not even have to return to Chelsea next season. You know, could get a, another loan somewhere else. Um, I think for both players at the moment with Chelsea's midfield working really well and Kai Havertz potentially, you know, really growing in the coming years, that's going to be difficult for players to break in. You know, Mason Mount's a young player as well. So it's, it's difficult for players outside the club at the moment. I lean more in the direction of Conor Gallagher, based on his age and based in the long term. But if you're thinking about next season, I think, you know, obviously I'd look more to Rolls Ruben based on being a more senior player. It's really difficult to know at the moment uh, with either of these players. Um, I, I'll go for Conor Gallagher just based on injury problems, basically. Cole45 asks, who do you want us to face in the round of 16 at the best possible draw? Chelsea confirming top spot really helps us out. Um, there still are some difficult ties. I think the most difficult team that we could potentially get based on the current standings in the group and most likely ending in the groups are Juventus uh, in Barcelona's group and also Atletico Madrid. I think those are the two teams who you'd want to avoid based on their quality, based on especially Atletico Madrid, you know, their sort of intelligence, you know, in European ties. We saw this with Diego Simeone last year against Liverpool. They're a really good side. Um, so I wouldn't want to face them potentially. I think they'd be really difficult over two legs. Even the teams that you maybe look at on paper and go, yeah, Chelsea should beat them over two legs. The likes of Shakhtar have got some really good results in their group this year. I mean, Real Madrid could be knocked out of the Champions League. Uh, was it tomorrow night or Wednesday night? You know, that could happen and that would benefit Chelsea. So Mönchengladbach or Shakhtar, that could be one or two. I think either of those teams would be a decent draw 
Porto as well. Looks like a decent draw. It's going to help Chelsea out. I don't think we're going to face anyone of the might of, say, Bayern Munich because of us finishing uh, first instead of second like we did last year. Um, I'd probably go towards someone like Porto. I think that would definitely help Chelsea and uh, definitely give us the benefit, of course, of second leg at home, which we didn't have last year. So I'll probably go for Porto on this one. Fifi asked, based on their current form, do you think Kovacic should be first on the team sheet ahead of Kai Havertz, who still doesn't seem he has fully adapted to the nature of the Premier League? Got a few questions like this of a similar nature. So I, that's why I chose Fifi's because it was more general um, in terms of having cover over Havertz at the moment. I think on form, absolutely. I think cover will be retaining his place um, based on his performances recently against Spurs, against Sevilla, and of course against Leeds off the bench on Saturday. Um, Kai... I think you need to give consideration that Kai's coming back from COVID and we know the effects, even Paul Pogba, I think, spoke about this recently in terms of it really affecting a player's fitness and fatigue and getting back to match fitness. You know, that game on Saturday, especially the first half, was so intense. So for a player coming back to fitness, I think it was going to be difficult for Kai to maintain those levels, um, even though I felt it was a game that could have really helped him and, and benefited him. Um, so I'd like to see Kai potentially play against Krasnodar, right? But I definitely think Kovacic at the moment is finding form once again uh, like he was last season and that's really good to see and for squad depth and for squad quality that's helping and benefiting Chelsea and Frank Lampard at the moment he has got that competition and there are many players even on the fringes of the squad who are impressing when they do get the chance so yeah absolutely I could see Kovacic rotating but you know Kai I think I had a long discussion on Nini FC's channel about this last night with Matisse as well and we spoke about Kai maybe some of his early struggles I think it's about patience right we didn't sign Kai Havertz for three months we signed him hopefully for six to seven years so he's still adapting I think give consideration that the fact he was out with COVID for a couple of weeks and that was obviously going to impact him a little bit. I think he'll come good and I think maybe games like against Krasnodar where you'd probably expect him to be benched, but actually I think starting him in those type of games hopefully will get his fitness and sharpness up quicker um, than maybe some other games would. Kwame No asks, are you worried about Timo Werner's finishing? Um, of course, referring to that awful miss on Saturday and just struggling to score. And he, and he struggled to score recently, hasn't he? He's had a few bad misses. Um, I'm not too concerned. The reason being Chelsea are winning at the moment. I mean, it's not like Morata, for instance. I mean, Morata, when he went through that really awful period in his first season, Chelsea weren't winning games. And, you know, those misses were really costing Chelsea points. At the moment, due to our squad depth and quality, Chelsea are getting through that. You know, Timo's missing chances, but we're still picking up points, right? So if he's going through his difficult period now when Chelsea is still winning games, happy days. And then when he finds a full form again, uh, that will really benefit Chelsea as well. So I'm not too concerned about that. And also, I think the mentality of Timo, you know, I've seen other strikers before where the likes of Morata, the likes of Torres, you'd see them miss one chance early on in a game and it'd really dent their confidence, right? And they'd be done. Timo's the type of character that I can see him getting him into positions over and over again. And, and as we saw, similar in the game against Newcastle, he missed a big chance early on against Newcastle, but sets up the killer goal for Tammy Abraham. Same against Leeds, misses a few big chances, but eventually sets up the clincher for Christian Pulisic. And this is the mentality of Timo Werner. I think he's going to get in those positions. I think he's too good at the moment not to get into those positions. And I think eventually he will be putting the ball in the back of the net once again for Chelsea. So I'm not too concerned. A bit like Kai Havertz, you know, patience with a player or adapting to a new league um, he's already scored what about 12 goals this season or something like that you know he's, he has a pretty good goal return in terms of minutes so I don't think we should be overly concerned and whilst he's struggling and other players like Giroud are stepping up that's a positive in terms of the squad and finally here again for Fifi asking hey Dan with Ziyech's new injury do you think Callum Martin-Odoi should start on the right wing against Everton provided he puts in an excellent performance against Krasnodar on Tuesday Ziyech's injury I spoke about this yesterday and I do think the player I look towards instantly is Callum Martin-Odoi especially 
on that right. You know, I think with maybe Timo, of course, playing on the left and you want to have Pulisic in the team as well, uh, obviously going to be boosted by that goal against Leeds on the weekend. Um, it's going to be intriguing to see. I think Callum, this is a big opportunity for Callum now because he has impressed when he's got the opportunity to start, I think, against Krasnodar, against Wren, also, what was it, against Sevilla last week, even though he didn't score against Sevilla. I thought he had a pretty promising game. Um, so, yeah, for Callum, I think this, this could be a big opportunity because Chelsea have a lot of games coming up. You know, we've got the Krasnodar game tomorrow. We've got the Everton game in a week. And then we've got a midweek Premier League game away to Wolves. Frankie's going to have to do a bit of rotating once again as we get into the hectic Christmas period. So if Callum gets these opportunities, he needs to take them just like he has in the Champions League. And it could really help him, you know, especially losing a player like Ziyech for a period of time. As we've seen in other areas of the pitch, uh, Chelsea have been benefited by the squad depth. So when we lose one player like Kai Havertz, you see Kovacic really step up. You know, maybe when Tammy has an off game, you can bring in Olivier Giroud. Hopefully the same will be the case with losing Ziyech. You know, you bring in Callum Hudson-Odoi and he can impact the team positively as well. Um, I think it's just a positive all round. And I think Callum hopefully will have the right mentality and performance levels to impress Frank to get into the first team. But that is it for this episode of Added Time. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch it. If you did enjoy it, hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you never miss an upload. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Have a great day and I'll see you again.